Welcome to the Main Slate Mashup, hosted by Season Long DFS. I am Jamie, as usual, and I'm joined by Liam and Rich, again, as per usual. How are you boys doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, a few days of Christmas now, isn't it, Jamie? It's coming ever, ever closer, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rich? I'm good, yeah. Um, birthday tomorrow. Um, the big four. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> nah, just watching. Um, no, so yeah, lots of exciting plans. Uh, I've got you know with uh, with COVID and stuff. You know, just spending a bit of time in the kitchen. Well, just more to watch a TV show on Netflix or a film. You know, the possibilities are endless. Rich, how how old are you going to be? Thirty-three. Oh, Jesus Christ, Liam, how old are you? 23. Okay, how old do you boys think I am? I'm going to say you're 40. <laughs> Liam? Um, I was going to say like 38. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm 37 in January. Okay. 40? 40. <laughs> 40. <laughs> I thought you we were trying to be polite as well. <laughs> no, I always try and go over. Is that because I've got no hair? It's all been shaved off again. Yeah, and just your general demeanour. Yeah, it's quite... Mission mm. flat. Yeah, exactly. So that ages you a little bit as well. That's so. fair. I can I can accept that. I can accept that. Um, should we stop nattering and get straight on with with the main slate? Yeah, let's get yeah, this out off the crack on. Let's, let's get on. It's the last one of the year, isn't it? Or is it not? Well, it'll be seventeen, and there's always playoffs as well, which are fun slates to play. Like I always love playing the playoff ones. Um, yeah. But yeah, the last, probably the last one that majority of people will play, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's 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 start with our high price QBs. Um pre birthday boy. Rich, start us off. Um, Patrick Mahomes. <gasps> shock. Yeah, shock horror. Um Patrick Mahomes is elite level fancy quarterback and he's going up against the Falcons it doesn't need to be difficult I think that's all you need to really say about Patrick Mahomes there isn't it yeah, yeah. pretty much I'm guessing he was on all of our lists yeah yeah, yeah. okay Liam start, hit us up with uh, your first QB high price you like yeah uh, Jalen Hurts 7k um, past two weeks absolutely balled out quite frankly uh, especially last week of course I was on the Philadelphia Arizona game quite a lot in terms of stacking and it won me a fair bit of money mm. um, and I'm back on it this week especially with Dallas um, it's going to be quite a high scoring game Hurts proved last week that he can um, you know do well it's like 40 plus points I believe something like that last week which is yeah, 40 crazy yeah. yeah exactly there you go um, Dallas is the best defence in the world despite them you know causing trouble to a few QBs the past few weeks and um He's playing for a starting job next season at the end of the day. You know, as bad as Wentz has been, if Hurts does, you know, have a few bad weeks, Wentz is back in the game. Um, so I think Hurts is going to need to perform well, and I think he will perform well and uh, keep that starting job for next season. The question I have about Hurts is, last week against Arizona, Arizona, it was a shootout. Yeah. 
against Dallas? Is it going to be a shootout? Do you think that's my only concern is maybe the Eagles get up and then they just run the ball? I think it will be. I think this Philadelphia defence in the secondary is that bad that it will have to be. It's so um, back. I know they were missing their three uh, top DBs, weren't they? That's something um, to watch out for. I mean, obviously, it's so, it's so early in the week, we don't know. Um, but I'd assume, yes, he would be. But I'm not a big fan of that secondary either way, whether he's there or not. Um, you're getting rushing, rushing yards from him and touchdowns. Yeah, and exactly. He's got a flaw. It, it was the same argument with Kyler Murray earlier in the season, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like him at 7K. I think he's not underpriced, but about where he should be. Yeah. Um, I will go to mine, which is to Sean Watson at 7,600 going up against the Bengals at home. Um, what I, the last couple of weeks, and, I, and specifically like last week against the Colts, I just, I, I saw the game, I watched the highlights, and I just thought, wow, Deshaun Watson really does deserve better, doesn't he? <laughs> he's, he's just playing unbelievably uh, for me he's a he, top top three QB in the league I just this, this he's he's brilliant um, and if it wasn't for a cootie fumble there's a chance that he wins they win last week against the Colts so he scored 27.42 points last week uh, to, with only two touchdowns 373 yards as everyone could see on the screen if you're watching the the video um I just think it doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. He will make them better. So, was it Hanson? Is it Chad Hanson or something? Yeah, Hanson. Yeah, yeah Chad Hanson. Anyone heard of him before the last couple of weeks? <laughs> Not before, what, three no. weeks ago? No. <laughs> exactly. Sean Watson makes his receiving cast better. Um, so, yeah. I, I And against the Bengals, I don't care about what the Bengals did to the Steelers. The Steelers are playing some really bad football at the moment. Um and I think Houston could absolutely wallop the Bengals. I don't see it being a shootout. Do you boys see potentially this being a shootout? I could, you know. I think, um, you know, maybe, maybe not last night, but this Houston defence isn't particularly good. Um, and I think it's every chance we could see, uh, you know, Cincinnati putting a few points on the board and making Watson maybe sweat a bit. But I do think Houston will be in control of this game or you'd like to think so at least obviously we yeah. thought that with Pittsburgh last night and uh, yeah. that exactly happened did it no but yeah I, I, the, the Texans aren't going to run the ball yeah yeah definitely put not it, let's put it that way has anybody got anyone else Rich always honourable mention to Justin Herbert yep I was just highlighting him before you said it <laughs> always worth an uh, honourable mention like he, he this offence is predicated through the through the air so He's always worth a go against going against Denver. Their defense isn't like overly worrying. The defense is so, awful at the moment. Yeah, and um, you know I'm expecting Keen Allen to and Mike. Uh, I can't remember seeing any news on Mike Evans, so maybe Mike he might be. Yeah, um, but Keen Allen, I think he, he should be expected to play in this game. Austin Eckler's looked a lot better since he's come back from injury, yeah. and things seems to be rolling. So. Yeah, and the last matchup against the Broncos, he was 278-3 and three with two interceptions. So, not bad, not bad. Uh, anyone else, Liam? Not for me, no. No, me neither. Um, Liam, start us off on running backs. 
pretty obvious one. Uh, David Montgomery, 7,700. Um, yeah, I should be on everyone's list, really. Um, Fantasy RB won the past four weeks, I believe. Yep. Um, you see 100% of touch in the backfield. Of course, there's sprinkles of Cordell Patterson, but it, it's Cordell Patterson today. He's he's no he's not a threat to David Montgomery. And the fact the past four weeks have proven that, uh, you know, 33 touches last week, absolutely ridiculous amount. Um, and it, it could be the same again against Jacksonville. Um, you know, Jacksonville aren't a good rush defence, as we've seen the past, well, the whole season, but the past few weeks especially. Mm. Um, and, you know, 31 DK points given up per game since week 11. And um, I'm fully expecting Montgomery to keep that trend up and keep that sort of level of touches up. Well, if you look at his, the last four weeks, so he's had 28, 27, 27, 32, you're looking at nearly four times value. Yeah, exactly. Great. And he's in, I, I looked back at his last three weeks, um, uh, 60 attempts, 60 rush attempts, 331 yards, five touchdowns, and then 10 targets, eight catches and 97 yards receiving. So he's seen the target as well. He could literally, he could, he could probably go off. Because the end of the game against the Vikings, it, it uh, they, he saw, what was he, 32 attempts he saw, which is massive. They don't trust Trubisky to finish the game off. Well, he threw that interception, didn't he? So yeah. if they get up, Chicago get up by 14 points, which is quite possible. I suspect we're going to see a heavy, heavy dose of David Montgomery this week. I wouldn't be surprised to see another 30 odd carries. Why not? They're still yeah. in playoff, aren't they? They need to win. Putting up points will be fun. Um, Rich, hit us up, mate. Who have you got? Um, there are a couple of ones that are kind of undenied about, but I think ultimately I'm just going to land on uh, J.K. Dobbins. 6,200 against the Giants. Convince me. Convince you? Yeah. Uh, well, he's... The, the Ravens offence somewhat got back on track against Jacksonville. He's getting the majority of the touches out of the backfield. I think, you know, his receiving work isn't particularly there, but against the Giants who have struggled against running backs, um, we could see... Dobbins getting to the end zone a couple of times because he's being used in the red zone. Mm. Um, yeah, I just for me there was a lot of other question marks outside of Montgomery for the high price guys, which I'm sure I'm going to mention when you mention your high price running back. <laughs> Let me have a quick look. Who have I got? One of mine. Uh, Montgomery was the top of my list, but I'm going straight to I'll go straight to Austin Eckler. Um. I think this this game has. I think this will be a shootout. I really do. I think on the other side of the ball, I think Drew Lock will have a good game. This this Chargers defense isn't all that. It's not great. Drew Lock will throw out a couple couple of interceptions, but he's a gunsling. He'll throw the ball around. You can run on this defense. You can pass on the Denver defense. Um, Eckler's great at running. Great at catching the ball. Um, last week. 13 for 60, four targets, four receptions, 19 yards against the Raiders. No one expected that. I expect a bounce back game from Eckler here, nearer the kind of 23 points that he scored against Buffalo and Atlanta. Rich, is that someone who you were umming and ahhing about? I was umming and ahhing about. I don't, the thing for me is, 
I'm worried about Denver's side. I don't think this will be a shootout. I think oh, I think Denver will put points up. I, for some reason, I can't. I just get a feeling, but you tell me why not. I just think we saw the blueprint on how to absolutely dismantle Denver when we watched the Bills play. Um, Charging on the pressure, and he can't deal, deal yeah. with it. The Chargers aren't the Bills, but they still got a formidable defensive line. Yep, um, and guys that can put lock under pressure. We're talking about Drew Locke, who. Oh yeah, I know. He's the most active guy in the world. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, he tried to finish a game by throwing the ball out long downfield and completing a pass because it was inside the hash mark. Like, oh, it, inside the... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on it being a shootout at all. That's that's my worry. Um, and with the price, I'm not sure if you're going to see value for it. That that's like my biggest concern. That's fair. That's fair. Liam, what do you think about Austin Eckler? Um, yeah, I don't mind him this week. Um, I think, for, well, personally, for my lineup builds so far, I'm only paying up for one RB um, in my lineups just because of what I like at wide receiver um, and at tight end. So, hint on there. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's Montgomery if you're paying up. Eckler's okay, um, but I think what you're getting out of other running backs in that price range is a bit better for me than what you get in Austin Eckler. That's fair. Rich? In fact, no, Liam, I'm, I'm leaving you out. What have you got, mate? Um, not a lot more. Um, I was ever and about Nick Chubb, but from what we saw of Cam Akers against that Jets rush defence mm. kind of put me off. Um, and there's also Antonio Gibson at 6,600, but is he actually healthy? No yeah. one knows. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of... Maybe Tony Pollard, actually. Um, obviously, last week we saw him um, you know, against San Francisco actually ball out and he was, the, he was the king of the late swaps, so he did late swaps. You pretty much had Pollard in your lineup. Mm. Um, so maybe he's worth a look at 6,500 this week against Philly. Um, but no one that really stood out for me at these price ranges. I've got one more. I've got one more that, that is a. I can't. I don't want to say no to for some reason. Um, it's, it's Miles Sanders. Rich's face kind of says it all. It's as if he was humming a note as well. No, it's, it's like, basically, I, was, I kind of felt like Liam, like Liam kind of suggested, which is, I looked at the, the guys that were in this price range and I was just like, eh, about a lot of them. I, For me, personally, I'd rather spend up on Dave Montgomery than just spend down at the position because Dallas's defence have somewhat improved in the last, Two, two, three weeks. Yeah, I, I will say, sorry, Rich, that um, looking at some data now, and Dallas in the past since week eleven is the thirty-first worst rush defense in the league. Uh, they've given up thirty-one point four DK points to the running back position. It's only worse than by Houston. So on that basis, it's Hertz a good play as well as Sanders. Yes, yeah, so and on that basis, it could be quite that's, a sneaky. Pick. That's the only reason I'm thinking about Miles Sanders because Hurts. They will, I think, he'll kind of he should open he should open the game up for bloody Miles Sanders. You'd like to think so. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd like to think, but yeah. <laughs> um, Rich, who else have you got, mate? That was it. That that was it, Liam. Yeah, that was it for me. As I mentioned a few, but. Yeah, mostly Montgomery for me. Yeah, that's it for me as well. Um, Rich starts off with wide receivers. 
Tyreek the Freak. Um, I don't really know what to say. Like he's going against it. It's pretty much similar to Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah. he's an elite fantasy option. He's going against the Atlanta defense. Yeah. Do I have a slight concern about his hamstring that seems like it's niggling? Yeah, but I'm spinning up high at the position and then I can always pivot away. And yeah. If, if that's the case, then Sammy Watkins becomes an immediate start. So. Yeah. Liam, who have you got? Um, yeah, I'd Hill as well. Just to add on that, like, I just, it doesn't matter what target share Hill seems to get, he seems to just do well. Like, that's the thing, he's super efficient, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he he's, any, any path can go. Yeah, and I think that's what makes him such a good like player, and, and that's why you suggested Rich. So, um, and yeah, he's probably been my, most of my tournament lineups at the very least, if not cash. Um, other guy I liked, obviously Alan Robinson, um, seventy-seven hundred. Uh, Jacksonville can't defend anything. Um, <laughs> They're fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, Robinson didn't have the best week last week. Um, 83 yards is okay, but I think he's played a bit more against Minnesota. Um, yeah, I did. And, and I think this, well, and I think this week could be that week. Um, you know, Tabisky's a bit like Haskins and McLaurin. He's only really got eyes for um, Robinson in many senses. Yeah. Uh, and I'm expecting a bounce back game from Robinson this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the issue that Robinson had last week was that Montgomery was just too successful. Yeah. So, you know, if you have the option between giving it to Trubisky and hoping he completes a pass or handing it off to Montgomery who's having success. Uh, you don't give it to more. Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. And I will I will say also obviously don't play Montgomery Robinson in the same lineups. because uh, as I saw last week it's negative correlation. So just, just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm I'm gonna have a lineup with both of them in it, I suspect. Okay. For the simple reason that Damage needs to be different. I think no, no. I I think the Bears will get up early. I think Robinson's got a good chance of hundred and a touch, maybe. I think I think they'll 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 pass early and then they'll finish the game off running the ball and just pounding the ball at the end. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds there. Okay, but it's a risky play, especially with both of them at seventy seven hundred. Okay. Um, but I can see where you boys are coming from about it is a bit kind of, well, if you play both, one might go off and one might not. I'm, I just got in my head that they'll pass early and then they'll finish the game off running the ball. But what do I know? I stacked Robinson and fucking Trubisky last week. That worked out well for my line, one of my lineups. Um, I'm going second highest on the slate, most expensive Calvin Ridley against the Chiefs. Um, I didn't hear many many of those Matt Ryan haters at the weekend about how trash he was. That's because you have them on out. mute already. He balled out. That's, that's just because you have them on mute already. No, no, no. I, I don't have anybody on mute. Well, I have a couple of people on mute. Who am I block. Oh, uh, it's because you blocked them then. Yeah. No, I don't block them. Don't block them. They're all Falcons fans. They're all idiots. <laughs> um. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, he's just he's he's on fire the last couple of weeks. Thirty-five points against Tampa Bay, one hundred sixty-three and a touch. Twenty-nine point four against the Chargers, one twenty-four and a touch. I think we all know the Chiefs are going to put up points against the Falcons, and we all know the Falcons are not going to run the ball. So 
I, this, I, I'm not saying this has shootout appeal at all because it's not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a blowout. But the Falcons could could post 30 odd points. Could. And it ain't going to be through running the ball. So even at Ridley at 8,500, I think it. Julio has had, I think, plasma platelet injections to try and help his injury heal so he can yeah. play the last couple. But I've, I said a couple of weeks last week, I don't expect him to see play the rest of the season. I'll be surprised if he does. Um, but either way, it, Julio or no Julio, I'm starting Calvin Ridley. I really like him. And I don't, even with that price, 8,500 for me. Um, Rich, who else have you got? Uh, same honourable mention kind of guy, Keen Allen. <laughs> it's the same. Like every week, I just feel like these two, you know, best scrub last game because the last game, he just he wasn't going to be a player. Like he was, everyone was reporting that if he was going to play in the game, he was going to be severely limited. So, and some people were taking high five laps saying, oh, it's the best decision we ever made resting, uh, saying you just to, to swerve Keenan Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just think he, he, he'll be, he'll be resting. He'll be, he'll be back. And um, I think Herbert's going to be moving the ball through the air and Keenan Allen is his first, second and third read. Well, second might be excellent, but yeah, you get my point. So, the, the targets will be there, receptions will be there. If he gets into the end zone, which um, he has managed to do quite a few times this season, yeah. Um, then you know, we'll see a decent stat line. His last game against Denver, he was 9 for, nine for 12 for 67 and a touch, 21.7 points. Right. Yeah, you can do that. That's three times value, isn't it? Um, Liam, who else have you got? Um, yeah, I'll open this up to you guys as well if you want to talk about him. But uh, Jarvis Landry is an interesting one for me this week. Obviously, he's, his price has actually been about his price the past two or three weeks. But, you know, the Jets are definitely targetable via the slot, if anywhere. Um, and I've kind of been debating whether to sort of recommend them or not, just because I feel like his target has been pretty consistent over the past, well, since Odell's been injured, quite frankly. Um, and is he on your guys' list in terms of players you're considering? He, he's not. Okay. He would be the guy that I would play for cash, but I don't think I'd play in GPPs because I feel like his ceiling is always capped somewhat. I yeah. know it doesn't probably doesn't help you that you're looking in these last two games, you can just see that 30-point game and a 20-point game. But generally, his outcome is around about that kind of um, like 20-point Maybe, maybe as a as a kind of ceiling. He's dropped a thousand in price as well since posting nineteen point one points last week. So, which I don't get. A hundred is it? Hundred rather than a thousand? Yeah, sorry, hundred, not a hundred. I wish it was a thousand. Yeah. Jamie's good with numbers, so. <laughs> you know me, mate. You know me. Um, I think with Lard, I, I I did look at him, and then I, I immediately kind of thought. Uh, I want to go and see what Higgins is. And Higgins is a fair bit cheaper. Um, he's uh, he's seen five, six odd targets, but he's doing okay with it. Um, I can see where Rich is coming from with regards to to Landry and uh, GPP and cash games. Um, you kind of, you know what you, you're pretty much going to get with him, really. 
yeah. very solid safe floor and sometimes that's that sometimes you need that um i've got one more welcome back to my list deontay johnson don't give a shit about the drops who cares what happened so they rested him not rested him they he dropped a couple of balls against buffalo and then they sat in for most of the game and the other receivers did fuck all um they lost yesterday against the the bengals um 59 yards off 13 targets jesus christ and the touchdown so we got 19 points i i th- in, not in the Pittsburgh aren't going to be throwing the ball deep. Everything you've seen, I've seen from Big Ben over the last couple of weeks has been 10, 15 yards, if that. And that's where Deontay Johnson eats. He's a fantastic route runner. You can pass on the, on the Colts. Deshaun Watson showed that with subpar receivers. Deontay Johnson, if he sorts his drops out, some of them are bad, let's be honest. Uh, he's for me. He's he's a wide receiver one. If if he doesn't drop the ball as much, what do you boys think about Deontay this week? Yeah, I mean, I've always liked him as a player like you, Jamie, um, mm. and had him last night to trade on captain. Did okay. Um, he didn't have Gio Bernard at the same time though, but it's what it is. Um, yeah, you can't ignore the target share, right? As you said, like it's just crazy high every week, pretty much. Um, not sure. I'll be getting there in tournaments, definitely. Um, and I'm sure we'll be doing the same, Jamie, but I'm not sure regarding cash that I'd be saying, oh, yeah, Deontay Johnson's like a straight like lock in my lineups. But, yeah, I definitely like him a lot um, in I, general. I, th- I was think- I was looking and thinking, well, what about Juju? What about Chase Claypool? Claypool's not, not a huge part of that offence right now. He just doesn't seem... He's not... Since his kind of four-touchdown explosion game, He's kind of been just a bit meh. Whereas at least with Jonte Johnson, you, you kind of know he's going to get, what, eight to ten targets as a minimum. Yeah. Jesus, he got seven targets against Buffalo and he played a quarter, basically. Big Ben is, is a short to intermediate thrower. Big Ben is basically what Drew Brees is now. And, yeah, I think 6-3 is not bad. Rich, do you like or hate Jonte? Um, neither. Oh, uh, is is he uh, is he part of the meh? Yeah, he's just. I feel like he's just part of meh. Um, he gets the target share, which is exactly what you want. And as you said, um, Big Ben seems like he yeah. he wants to get him involved in the offense. I'm not massively worried about the drops either. He is without doubt the most dynamic pass catcher that they have. Yeah. So if they want to win, they want to try and get him the ball. And it's no coincidence that since he started struggling, the Steelers have started struggling. Yeah. So read. Agreed. Anyone got anybody else? Or are we happy to move on to the the, the most obvious tight ends? In the world? Yeah, let's move yeah, on. I mean, yeah, let's move on. Okay, I've, I'm just gonna. I'm not going to ask you boys who your number one person is, but I'm just going to put him up on the screen, and then you guys can start talking. It's Travis Kelsey for anyone who's listening to the podcast. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's pretty simple, right? Just pay up for your studs, um, and especially ones that match up through like Kelsey. Um, you know, as you see, if you're watching the YouTube side of things, uh, three backs about weeks to 10 plus targets, running routes, you know, high team titles every week. Um, not much else I can say, really. He's a wide receiver one playing at tight end. So, 
yeah, just play him. <laughs> Rich, anything else, or are you just? Um, no, <laughs> I think they've covered it. Like it, it is what it is, right? Yeah, it's, it's don't don't mess around. It's it's flipping Travis Kelsey. He's he's just a bit of a beast. He needs like sixty yards to beat Kittle's single season receiving record as well, uh, which he had. If you remember, yeah, he had the record for I think a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be wanting to get that back, I'm sure. Yeah, I think he'll probably get that in the first quarter. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you boys, I've got him on my list as well. Um, Rich? Yep. Logan I do, I, Thomas. I, I'm ready. <laughs> Look at I'm his ready. face. Look at his face. He's so proud now. He's kind of, I've been going, digging for him for God knows how long, and then I ditched him, and now he's good, and I'm coming back again. It's just like, yeah, I'm just... I'm ready to be hurt again. So, that's kind of where I am. With it. Uh, he's getting targets, which is exactly if you can get that in a tight end, like that's gold dust because yeah. this position is so touchdown or bust. Um, it seems like the, the Washington um, Washington offense is, is aiming towards him quite quite often. Uh, Haskins coming in has. It seems like he's improved the offense, so it seems like he's maybe that kind of new QB just gives everyone like a little lift. Yeah. Um, While he's and yeah, yeah he gave himself a lift, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and against um, Carolina, we've we've seen this season that they they're vulnerable to tight end. So there you go. Anyone? Anyone else, boys? Uh, no, not from me. I, I presume that's it for you as well, Rich. Yeah, it is, yeah. All right, defences. Liam, start us off. Um, considering the most expensive ones, 4K, I'm going to class Los Angeles Rams as an expensive defence this week at 3,100. Um, you know, the last time didn't. you didn't. Oh, OK, well, I mentioned now, so I'll, I'll carry on. Yeah, um, yeah they scored uh, 13 points last time these two met in week 10. Um, and as I mentioned, usually with Seattle, um, they're turnover prone, quite frankly. Um, Wilson's getting sacked 2.8 times per game now after he didn't get sacked last week. And um, he's throwing almost a pick every game. So, and we've got a track record now that Los Angeles can get to uh, Wilson quite well. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like they should be more expensive, in my opinion. I'm not too worried about Seattle putting up loads of points in this game. Um, so, yeah, I like them a lot in a bounce back game. Rich, anyone? Um, I mean, we've just mentioned the two guys that are going against New York. So both of them are worth consideration, Ravens and Browns. Mm. New York, both offences in New York have um, a struggle with protection and sometimes getting their offence moving at times. So they're both worth consideration. I quite like Liam's pick of the Rams, though, because um, I think they will feel embarrassed of their performance last game out. So I think Aaron Donald in particular will be probably looking to get at least 11 sacks, I imagine, in this game. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, I always feel bad for Russell Wilson because every snap, Aaron Donald is going to be like, I want to know. I'm in your face, mate. I'm in your face. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Um, I had the Rams as in one of, in the kind of mid to low. I probably shouldn't have. I didn't look at the price of the, the Ravens. So, I'll move the Rams up into my kind of high. Um, yeah, I really like the Rams. You boys have said everything. I need to say about them really my other one is the Colts 
against the Steelers. Um, we've seen over the last couple of games, the Steelers are vulnerable. I've no idea what's happening. Um, Big Ben's getting sacked a few times as well. And this Colts defence is just good. It's just really, really good. Um, they're pretty solid in, in what you're going to get from them. So you, if you look at the season, what they had, I think the worst is against Tennessee when Derek Henry ran all over them. But 11 points, 15 points, 7, 4, 26, 15. I think you're probably in for a, a kind of a... You kind of know what you're going to get with them, really. I think you're probably going to get somewhere from 5 to 10 points. And I'm for defence, I'm, I'm always happy with that. What do you boys think about the Colts? Yeah, as you mentioned, Big Ben, this last couple of weeks has been <laughs> pretty poor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a nice, a nice floor, I think, for a defence, which is strange to say. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you don't fancy the Rams, then I think the Colts are a great option, for sure. Lovely jubbly. Shall we get on to the mid to low price? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. All right, I'm going to start. I'm going to start this one. Um, can you boys guess who I'm going for? I, I feel like you're going to say Matt Ryan. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think the price is, what is he? He's, he's gone up 400 for, 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 for 356 and three against the, the Bucks. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defensively, especially against a pass, are pretty good. Um, I just, the thing that's kind of drawing me in with this is the Falcons are not going to, they're not going to run the ball. We're a passing team. We have to pass the ball. So Matt Ryan could get another 300, 300 plus yards, a couple of touchdowns and probably a couple of interceptions. But as I say, with the interceptions, what you lose losing a point on DraftKings. It's not something, that's why it's like last year with Jameis Winston. Yeah, he threw an interception here or there, but you knew you were always going to get loads more points anyway because he was going to throw touchdowns. Um, if Julio's back, I don't think he will be. It's a, it's a bonus for him, but I think the Falcons have got to put up points and they know it. So I think this is a kind of, I think the floor is probably 15, 16 points. The ceiling's 35. Anyone else got anything to add to that or is it? Is it just me being a bit of a homer? No, I think you covered it, to be fair. Yeah, I think you covered it. I would say probably more of a um, GBP play for me than a cash game play because I'm just worried about the the variance in his performance. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Rich, who have you got? Uh, Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, yeah so do I. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's one of these where I'm like, I don't know if I trust it, but I feel like it's if Jacksonville, yeah, it's Jacksonville. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's more the matchup for me. Um, I think Aaron Robinson's going to have a good game, which means Trubisky will have a good game as a result. So, uh, I'm sure Liam will have more in-depth analysis on Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, well, not really. I mean, he can easily achieve value right at that price. So we always say this with like these subpar 6K QBs. Like, if they throw two touchdowns and go for 200 yards, and even if they throw a pick, they can still get that four times value that you, you may but ideally want anyway. And as you said, Rich, like Jacksonville are a bad defense in general. 
I'm not expecting them to be able to disrupt Mitch too much. Um, so it should be a clean pocket most of the time. And um, yeah, I think they'll have complete control of the game. So, And apparently Mitch Trubisky's been involved in the uh, playbook a bit more. So that's interesting. What, he's actually read it? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. He's just playing a lot of Madden. That's, that's all it is. Whatever works. <laughs> whatever works, whatever works. Um, Liam? Hey, that was it, yeah. Mitch is mine, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've Matt Ryan, obviously. Um, and I mentioned this boy earlier. Yeah, I've got to scroll all the way down. It's Drew Locke. He's 5,000. He's going up against the Chargers. Um, last game against them, 248 and three. He's very up and down. Very up and down. So you get anywhere, anywhere from 11 points to like 30 points of him. I think, I said earlier, I think the, the, this could be a sneaky bit of a shootout game. So. If I think that, I'm going to like Drew Locke. Um, and especially at 5,000, I thought it would be cheaper. He's a gunslinger. He's going to lock the ball all over the field. So, yeah. 5,000, give me give me some Drew Locke. I'll have a lineup with him in it for a real kind of high, high ceiling hope. <laughs> Rich, you probably hate it, I'm guessing. I don't hate it. It's just what it, for me, it's GBP. I'm yeah. not playing it. I'm not doing it in cash. No way. But GVP, he is going to be low owned. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, let's go around about Liam. Start us off. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Drell Henderson for me. Um, I'm sure he's on all of our lists after the Cam Akers news. Yep. Um, yeah. He's 500, really. Um, we've seen in past weeks how with Henderson getting the bulk of the workload in how that he's proven to be a pretty good price option. I think... I think it's weeks two, three, and five where we did like really well in terms of getting what the force value you need, as I spoke about with the QBs. Um, and yeah, I think we get the bulk of touches. I don't believe Sean McVeigh and his Malcolm Brown is going to get heavily involved in the offense. I think he might be in the red zone, but that'll be about it. Um, and, you know, this past few weeks, um, there's been a lot of plaudits for Seattle's defense, but against running backs, they're poor. Um, since week 11, they're ranked 27th in RB scoring, giving up uh, 25 or 4 DK points per game to the position. So whilst they've stopped being bad against the wide uh, receivers, they've given up more on the ground now. So they've gone from being bad at one thing to being bad at another thing. Um, and I like Henderson to, at this price at least, to do well in your lineups. Rich, got anything else to say about that? Because I know he's on your list. Yeah, he's on my list, as is Malcolm Brown. I mean, it's going to be one of these two guys. Um, as you can actually see it on, on YouTube, if you're if you're watching it, it says, you've got a quote from um, from Sean McVay, says that they should both get work, and as with the fix, he's not really sure. So <laughs> Sounds like flipping it, Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah. One of these guys is going to go off. So I think, for me, I'm going to have exposure to both um, for the reasons that... Um, that Liam said, like e- either one of these could could have a good game against um, against Seattle. So, agreed, agreed. He's on my list. I, as it's for me, it's that choosing which ones it's going to be, Brown or Henderson. Uh, I kind of always feel that whichever one I go with is probably going to be the wrong one, and um, no one really knows as as with McVeigh's comments. Not even he. A, a, apparently knows which one they're both yeah. going to be heavily involved yeah. 
if there's one thing to take from this season, you can't trust what Sean McVay says. So right, exactly. just go with, you, go with what you think, personally. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is why I'm actually splitting in a lot yeah. of my time. <laughs> yeah. I think I literally have almost down the middle between the two. <laughs> I had zero clue as to which one it will be. Jeez. Um, Rich, who have you got? Um, I'm going to say Le'Veon Bell. I uh, mentioned it just quickly, just pre-record. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is is out, so yeah. we're going to see we're going to we're going to see Le'Veon Bell. I think get given the opportunity. I think I think it might almost be like a sh- a, a playoff trial um, in in some ways because yeah, they're saying it's going to be a couple of weeks with a high ankle sprain, but we've seen before that these high ankle yeah, like, longer than that. They can take longer than that. So I think they're going to maybe want to see what they have in Le'Veon Bell. Um, this Atlanta Falcons defense, they are they are somewhat effective against running back. At least they're most effective against running back. That's You can say that as a fact. Um, it's, it's somewhat of a risky play, but I think at 5,800, like, you're getting a player who could who could get a, a big score. Yeah. Cool. Um, who have I got? Da, 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 da. Let me see if I can scroll down. Naheem Hines. Uh, 5,000 going up against the Steelers. Um, what is he? Is he two and a bit thousand cheaper than Jonathan Taylor? Uh, 2.3, yeah. 2.3. He's... This this is a kind of for me a this is a bit of a gamble because he's still being he's still seeing touches, which which is good. Um, Taylor's not seeing everything, um, and when he's given the ball, he looks explosive because he is he's an explosive, quick little git um, that I would really like the Colts to use as kind of kind of a slot receiver. I'm not supposed to be saying for this game, but I just mean in general, because he's, he's, he's so shifty. He's got great hands. Um, he's great with the ball in his hands as well. Um, and I think with what I see is this Pittsburgh pass rush is going to come after Big Ben um, because they're probably going to be pissed off after the last, especially losing to the Bengals. Um, I think that it, uh, I'm banking on behind seeing a few more targets and a few more rush attempts. Um, and at 5,000, I kind of prefer, I prefer his price than, than Jonathan Taylor at 7-3 this week. Um, that, do you boys kind of disagree or do you agree on that? Or, or again, is he in the, the section of meh? Yeah, he's meh for me. Um, I, was, I, was a big, I was a big Taylor guy last week and, uh, you know, that worked well, luckily. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I'll be getting to Heinz maybe in tournaments. But I, mean, I don't know. It's not a play that appeals to me personally. Rich, is he met to you? I would agree with your last statement, which is that you prefer him to Jonathan Taylor at the price. Yeah. Um, but there are some other plays that I much prefer that are cheaper. So... I'm probably not going to have him that much, but when I first saw the price of Jonathan Taylor, I was like, well, this is not Naheem Hines kind of game because it's going to be more passing, I think, because they're going to want to try and get out of um, 
out of the pass rush, which means little dump offs over the top of Watt and and the, the pass rushers. So yeah, cool. Um, Liam, who else have you got? Um, yes, I don't love this play, uh, but Giovanni Bernard is kind of hard to ignore. Um, I believe he's 4,800, Jamie. Uh, yeah, 4,800. Yeah. Um, literally going up against the worst defence against a running Houston. Um, 31.7 points given up uh, DK-wise since week 11. Um, and last, well, last night, uh, we kind of saw Giovanni Bernard finally do something, which is nice. Um, you know, two touchdowns, uh, 83 yards on the ground, uh, 14 in the air. Um, and he won't get a better matchup all year to do something in this in this offense with uh, Finley at the helm seems to be somewhat capable. So it's exciting going against a potential shootout that I think could happen in this game. Mm. As to which, you know, Watson's slinging it everywhere, and Finley seems capable of doing the same. And I think Giovanni Bernard can have or find his place in this offense and do well in this game matchup for sure. Agree, mate. I totally agree. Rich. Um, yeah, um, I genuinely mind as well because I also think we almost need to have a segment where we see like the chalkiest play because I feel like he will be at that price, maybe quite possibly. Yeah, well, you think think about the factors prime time game where he's, he's showed up low price and against Houston, like he's just going to be chalk because you've got all those factors. Um, I've, I've got um. Benny Snell, I'll just mention quickly because he's worth consideration at 5,300 if James Connor doesn't play. I'm expecting James Connor will play, mm. but it's worth it, it, it's, it's worth some consideration. So I don't really want to talk about him too much. One guy I do want to talk about is, um, is the guy who in 20 years' time, I imagine will still be putting in touches, uh, and that is Frank Gore. Um, he just seems to be getting touches. Like Adam Gase, he's an idiot. Is it? Wait, he's a complete idiot. I mean, <laughs> you, you didn't. Need, you shouldn't have won the game. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're trying to do. Um, That's a jetsy thing. It's such, yeah. Um, but the touches are there. You're talking price forty two hundred. So can he get up to like twelve? What thirteen points? He did last game against the the Rams, which is an effective defensive line. Cleveland have at times found themselves to be able to be beaten on the ground. I'm not expecting fireworks, but yeah, I'd I'd much prefer Malcolm Brown in my lineup to Frank Gore. But did you see how happy Frank Gore was when he got that final first down? He was like, whereas every Jets fan was like, no. They're like, you ballsed it up, you idiot. Do you think that obviously with the two games left and you've got the, the, the Jets and the Jags on the same schedule, but uh, not the same schedule, the same record. The Jags have the tiebreaker. Tie if you're the Jags, don't you immediately change one of your defensive linemen and is positioned to quarterback and play him for the next two games? No, I just play Mike Gillenan, who will probably do me the same job. I think they might do a little bit better, but. Um, I've got uh, where am I going? So, I just want to say one thing about the Jets as well. Yeah, I was half expecting. You know, in football, you see someone have a bad result and then they get sacked. I was half expecting to see news about Engage is sacked because 
You've won a game, and that's entirely not what we needed. You're sacked. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even do that right. Um, yeah. I've, I've got I've got another running back for the Jets, which <laughs> I've got Ty Johnson. Um, and the touches he's seen, especially last week, it was a six targets. And we all know Sam Darnold loves a little dump-off pass. Um, I think the, uh, Frank Gore saw a couple, especially the, in, uh, including the one that, that won in the game last week as well. Um, I kind of think that they might. This is more of a, a hunch. I think that, the, that they might want to see more of what they've got with Ty Johnson this, in the ne- this week and next week. Um, against Las Vegas when he was given the role um, when Frank Gore went down he was 22 for 104 at a touchdown he looked pretty good and last week was only three, three, three rushing sets for 16 yards but six receptions 39 and a touchdown for 17 points I think at four and a half uh, it's a risk it's a massive risk but I think there is some there's some real four times value upside there for him and I'm I kind of prefer him to Frank Gore, even though he is a little bit more expensive. But yeah, you you have a have some balls to, to play a New York Jets player this week or any week, basically. Um, anyone else, boys? No, so you mentioned you mentioned Ty Johnson this there, quite like that call. Uh, Malcolm Brown, or as we know, uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Rich, nah, let's move on. Cool. All right, Liam, start us off with wide receivers. Uh, yeah, two in the same game for me. Um, T Higgins, 4,700. Um, he led the week 15 target share with 46.2%. Um, admittedly, that was only six targets from the 13 that Friendly threw, but, you know, he's still top. Yeah. Um, I think this game, to be sure, as I said, um, both teams score points on either defence, and Higgins has been that consistent guy in this offence who continuously gets targets no matter the QB change. Yeah. And... Um, as well um, and yeah Houston are bad defence that's basically the summary of it and uh, Higgins is quite cheap because Cincinnati has been such a poor offence recently but it's picked up the past few weeks um, yeah like his play a lot actually and I think he's in quite a lot of my lineups at 4700 cool um, Rich um, yeah I've got I'm, I've got three that I'm going to mention all at the same time because basically the Jets wide receivers oh, yeah <laughs> Uh, so I am definitely cheating there, but um, they're all worth. I can all talk myself into any either one of them, uh, any of them. Sorry. So you've got Crowder at forty five hundred, yeah. Perryman at thirty eight hundred, and Mims at thirty six. This Jets offense seems like it's stalled, but then it somewhat splutters into life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that splutter, one of these guys could could have a good performance. Um, Crowder is the obvious guy to get the the dump offs, but Perryman can get downfield and get into this secondary. He should have somewhat of success. And Mims yeah. is the kind of hybrid player between the two. Mm. So um, I can kind of talk myself into any of them. Uh, I'll probably end up having more of Perryman um, just because I think he's got more boom opportunity. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're all worth considering. For me. Rich, there's no love for Jeff Smith. Rich, Jeff Smith, Rich. <laughs> let's move on. Well, no, let's, I'm not. I'm not buying. Move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
Um, I've got one. Uh, DJ Moore going up against Washington. Um, he's he's been really consistent and kind of he, he does a lot with what he what he gets. I say kind of this, earlier in the season it was very much like we've seen like three, four, five, five odd targets and. Even with those, he was still finding 20-point games, 25-point games, breaking off a big run. Week 11 was 11 targets or 127. And, and last week against Green Bay, he was eight targets, six receptions, 131 yards, 22.2 points. He's 5'8", 5,800. Um, I think they're finally using, using him more and how he should be used. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I think, saw two targets against the, the, uh, the Packers last week. Um, Carolina, I'm not. Carolina aren't a very good offense. They're a mediocre to good offense. And the fact that CMC has been out, I don't know if he's going to be out this week. There's kind of a report saying if he trains, if he doesn't train third Wednesday, then he's going to be ruled out. Has anyone else seen that? Or is it no, just, first, first time I heard about yeah, it. So. I think it was ruler said he needs to see CMC training on a Wednesday, I believe. So it'll be interesting. I think um, Moore is a, a real kind of upside play because, yeah, as you see, you can get 24, 22 points, but then you could be a bit pissed off and get eight, eight to 10. So um, this Washington defense is very, very good. I expect Bridgewater need to get the ball out of his hands very quickly and DJ Moore will, will see a fair few targets this week for me. Um, Liam, I suspect I'm just going to guess um, who your next guy is. Is is it is it Kiki Kuti? It's uh, not. Oh, no. is it is it the other one? It is the other one. Yeah. Uh, he's all the way down. What price is he? Uh, Forty-four hundred, I believe. Forty-four. I've gone past him. Ch- is it Chad Chad Hansen? Yeah, Chad Hanson. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, like. I mean, he should have fun against his assignment this week. Uh, you know, Gallup was on uh, LaShawn Sims last week and before he got a off injured, he had a touchdown and was being dotted up by Dalton the whole game. Um, since coming in for um, the Will Fuller, um, he's a pretty consistent the three games he has been. Double digits every week in terms of DK points. Seen a, even, even with a poor target share last week from Watson, he still managed to get it. So I'm really not concerned about him you know, not hitting value at all. And, um, you know, I've said, I've said it, I'll said i say it quite a few times, say it again, it's going to be a shootout in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I think it's one of the safer cash value plays in this whole slate. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah one more for me as well, yeah. Go on then, Liam. Um, well, Russell Gage. Um, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you mentioned Jamie Bugard in this heavy pass game in script, and obviously me and you, Jamie, had that interesting situation with Gage last oh, week. Man, oh man, it so is frustrating. Disgusting. Last minute took him out. <laughs> yeah, oh. literally, me and Jamie both took him out, um, and then oh. in the first five minutes of red zone, he gets a touchdown. Oh, brutal, brutal. Um, see, I'm not making that same mistake again, no. um, especially if Julio is out, which you'd imagine he will be, right? Um, yeah. it's yeah, heavy pass game script. Ryan quite likes Gage, um, and yeah, I'm expecting similar target share and similar points totals from him. Yeah, Rich, who's your other one? Uh, I've got two, Ooh. and they're the exact same two that I had last week. Hold your nose, Alshon Jeffrey, 
What, what did you say you thought last week? I just had a feeling he was getting two touchdowns. I, I said it's not a uh, possibility, but... He saw three targets, he, which is which is an up team. He, he did, did quite well with the targets as well. Um, I still think it's a similar kind of thing. Um, he could see some red zone touchdowns. Um, I'm not expecting him to be a massive field stretcher, but the price... He's so low. Like these, they, both of these are GBP plays. I'm not playing either of them in cash. But if you want to have one of the, you know, more premier stacks, then um, these are guys that you can bring bring your your salary back in check. There's Alshon Jeffrey and Des Bryant. Down is Des Bryant. He's three thousand. So. Sorry, man. Rock, rock. Yeah, you might just want to search him instead if you want to bring him up. You'd be scrolling all day. Yeah. Um, I mean, both as I said, both of these are, are GBP plays, but you know, Dez saw um, a, a little bit of a downstick in snaps, but um, I think you'll see more against the Giants. You know, let's not forget that he was uh, on, added to the COVID list uh, late against Dallas, I think it was. Um, but we've seen that he, he can, you know, 11, you can see it on the screen if, you, if you're watching on YouTube um, 11 yards, one touchdown. That kind of made him almost hit that like hit value eight point one points for a three thousand salary. It's not ideal, but I mean, he knows how to beat the Giants. He's done it for years when he was the Premier receiver for Dallas. So. Cool. Neither of them are on my list. Yeah, I mean, they're they're punts, but yeah. I think they're worth consideration. Yeah, no, I can I I can totally see where you're coming from, mate. Um, I've got um. Rachel, you mentioned the, the Jets wide receivers. I like uh, Crowder the most there. Liam's already mentioned Hanson from, uh, for the Texans. I, I like Kuti in that game. I do like Hanson as well. I just, I think <sighs> Kuti's seen a, a score. I think he's got a touchdown in the last couple of weeks, isn't he? I believe. That's all price. Yeah, I believe he has, yeah. 54. Uh, da, 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 da. Pardon me while I try and find Kiki. If I look at wide receivers, <laughs> it's always handy, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, seven targets last week uh, and a touchdown. Week four, three targets, three receptions and a touchdown. Um, even with Brandon Cooks coming back, he's still a part of this, this offense. He's seen more targets than Hanson than what he did last week anyway with Cooks coming back. Um, I don't think that drop is going to I think when Bill O'Brien was coach and he had a, he, I think he fumbled, fumbled a touchdown, a ball in the end zone and it was returned by, I think it was by the Ravens for a touchdown, I believe. He was sat for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, and Cronell, I was looking down here, he says, uh, well, he's got to shake it off and move forward because he has to play next week because they haven't got anybody else. Um, I love Watson this week. So I'm going to like his wide receivers and I quite like Kiki QT. Um, Tim Patrick, it's always Tim Patrick appreciation week for me. Um, if I think it's, uh, I don't hate Drew Lock this week. I think they, they need to put up points and Tim Patrick has been, he's just been very solid. Um, I say last week, well, only four targets through recession, 14 yards against Buffalo. But he's, he's, he's kind of, he, I see him as they're kind of alongside uh, Noah Fant, their kind of red zone target, a red zone target as well. And a 4,200, I quite like him. 
Uh, that's me done. Let's hit tight ends. Liam, where are we going? Um, let's go Colcomet, 3K. Um, going back to the well. Well, not for me personally. I didn't actually play too much Comet last week. Um, but yeah, he let a lot of people down last week. Um, but it felt like more of an anomaly performance. Um, you know, he saw 100% snap count last week, which he hasn't had all season. So, you know, the coach staff obviously like him. Tabisky obviously likes him, especially if he's having more say in the, the playbook. If, if that's if you believe that, which I, if it's coming from his mouth, then I'd bloody hope it's true. Um, he's just not, he's thinking a friend of all last week. Um, and I don't see it happening back-to-back weeks um, and you know Jacksonville haven't been a great defense against Titans all season but if you want to narrow it down to like a five-week sample um, they've been giving up 12.8 DK points to Titans per game um, and I'm expecting Komet to see more of what he's seen against Detroit and Houston in seven targets a game as opposed to what he got last week with just the two. Cool. Rich? Um, I'm going to shoot again. And um, mentioned too. So Ertz and Goddard for for Philly. So Zach, Zach Ertz, you know, you see it, seven targets, only two receptions. Um, he did really well with them. Um, I think what you'll see is you'll see that reception number increase and the yardage total probably stay around about the same. Um, He's one of the few kind of reliable pass catchers. Well, they, they both are one of the, the two of the more reliable pass catchers that, that Jaden Hurts has. And we've seen before with running quarterbacks, um, tight ends typically have a little bit more value um, just because they seem to get open up more space and linebackers having to spawn the QB. So at the prices, um, Zaka is 3,100, Gav. Dallas got it as thirty six hundred. Both fair prices, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think they're fine. Cool. Um, I've got two that I quite like. Uh, Hayden Hurst for the Falcons. Um, the Chiefs, I think, are allowing the sixth most. Um, I think it's interceptions. Can't remember which one it is. They're not very good against tight ends. Let's put it that way. Um, he's had a couple of down weeks. Last week wasn't great. Again, only four, five targets, four receptions, 21 yards and a touchdown. But I'm good. it's the narrative the Falcons have got to throw the ball. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, getting a piece of that game is quite important for me. So 3,400 against the Chiefs, I quite like. And the other one is Jordan Aikens. Uh, he finally learned how to catch the ball last week. Uh, caught five out of six for 50. Um 10 points. He's 3,300 going against Cincinnati. Um, the Bengals are god-awful against tight ends. Um, so, yeah. Um, I love Deshaun Watson this week. So, I'm, I'm going to like the, his big, big targeted tight end in Jordan Aikens, uh, 3,300. Liam, you got anybody else? Um, yeah, I'll just quickly back up what you say about Aaron Hurst in terms of Kansas City being bad against tight ends. Um, yeah, so past five weeks, they've been the 31st ranked defense against tight ends, uh, 21.5 DK points given up per game. Um, but the two guys that I like um, are actually taking on the 31st, uh, sorry, 32nd, sorry, um, ranked defense against tight ends, and that's Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant. Hmm. Um, you know, both in, as I said, great matchups. I believe um, New York Jets give up the most touchdowns to tight ends in the league and um, 
Sounds I'd expect, right. yeah, it sounds about right, don't it? Yeah, I believe it's 12 or 13 this season. Um, and I'd expect one of these guys to get at least one touchdown. Um, obviously, Hoover has that floor of more targets, but maybe Harrison Bryant's GPP plays really want to pay down and maybe shoot for that touchdown upside. Um, I would not be against that at all, as it's happened before. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you really need that, and if, with the amount of plays that we've got recently in terms of like paying up for certain players, I think that's a good show. Cool. Right. Let's go on to defence. Um, seeing as I moved the Rams from my cheap to my, my high price, um, I don't have a defence um, in this kind of price range. Uh, what about you boys? Rich, what have we got? I don't have one. I was actually going to say, for me, I'm basically spending up on all of the other positions and then just finding a defence that I don't hate and that I can fit in my lineup. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly have a look at this. Let's say you've got... Um, uh, you've got 2,400 to play with. You're going Cowboys, Broncos, Bengals, Jags, Jets or Falcons. Pick one, Rich. I'll go Cowboys. Yeah. They've shown up recently. They're putting some pressure on the quarterback. Jen Hurts has shown that you know, he can be sacked but still be effective. Yeah. Um, yeah. 15 and 18 points last two weeks for the Cowboys. Liam, who have you got? <laughs> Um, yeah, if we're going off that 2400 price bracket, then I think it is Dallas, right? I don't think you can make an argument for any of the other defences when no. <laughs> the Cowboys are um, where they are. Um, I've been having an hour over Philadelphia. I'm not sure what I'm doing with them just yet. Um, obviously, they're proving they can get to the QB, and I'd say Dalton is sackable. Um, yeah. I just don't know whether they can generate the turnovers yet. Um, and that's why I'm kind of aiming to pay that $200 more just to get up to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Well, I, that, I think we've just got, got through the high and then the mid to low value kind of price range players that we like. Um, should we get on to some stacks? Yes, do it, yeah. Rich, start us off with your stack number one that you like this week. Shock us, go on, shock us. Um, well, just depends how big money bags you want to be. So there's the option of um, Mahomes, Hill and Kelsey, which is uh, beyond expensive. I didn't even work it out just that much. Uh, I think it's a million pounds. I think, uh, so I think it's 85. Kelsey is 85. So they're 17. And then Tyreek Hill, 26,000. Over wow. half of your budget on those three. Ballsy. Yeah. See if, ballsy. You, see if you can fit Calvin Ridley in with that. <laughs> um, no, I don't think you could. I, I think you'd struggle. I generally do as well. Uh, Liam, start yeah, with your one, mate. Really reminds Brian. <laughs> Liam, what yeah. about you, mate? Um, yeah, I mentioned these two: uh, Light T Higgins and Chad Henson. It's like a stack of opposite teams. I think both they get they both get decent volume in this one, and it's going to be a shootout. So yeah, nice cheap stack up. Was it like ninety one hundred? Oh, no, ninety yeah ninety one hundred something like that. Yeah. So um, I've got. Uh... Uh, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, triple stack at 17,700 against the Chiefs. They've got to throw the ball. They've got to somehow try and score some points. And these these three will be the, probably the, the main guys. Um, Rich, number two stack. Herbert Allen, 
What does it come to? What, what are their prices? Uh, Herbert is 34 and Alan is uh, 75. That's 49. You've got a calculator there. <laughs> no, I'm an accountant. No. Yeah, so, so, you, so, so yes, you've got a calculator there. Yeah, I can add up two numbers, just about, maybe. <laughs> just, just about. Um, Liam, who else have you got? Um, yeah, it's a classic running back defence stacks for me. Um, so Montgomery and Bears defence, um, it's pretty standard. If the Bears defence are doing well, Montgomery's going to get touches. Um, and then I'll save my third stack because it's on a fairly similar lines. Okay. Um, I've got a Watson, uh, Cootie and Aiken stack which comes to 16-6, going up against the, the Bungles. Um, Rich, have you got a third one, or are you all out of stacks? I'm all out. Liam? Um, yeah, so whether you prefer Jarrell Henderson or Malcolm Brown, um, play either of those with the Rams defence. Uh, I think you're going to get value either way. Yeah. Um, love all three plays, to be honest, so whichever one you prefer running back. Cool. I'm, I, I don't have a third stack. They're the two I quite like. Um, let's do player of the week. I will start. My player of the week is David Montgomery. Boring, straight to the point. 7,700 against the Jags. Uh, yeah, love him this week. Liam? Um, I'm going to go Travis Kelsey, 8,500. Just getting target share. He can't ask much more already at tight end. I think he'll do it well every week, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, Rich? I don't want to play. I had David Montgomery number one, Charles Hurst number two. So there we go. Tyreek Hill. I'll say Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair enough. Um, let's go bust of the week. Rich, who's who's going to bust this week at their price? I didn't have a bust of the week um, yet, so just give me a sec. Okay. <laughs> Liam, what about you? Go if you want. Um, Rams wide receivers in general, um, so Cup and Woods more importantly. Um, as we mentioned, Seattle's been better against the past these the sort of past five weeks as a sample in general. I believe they're in like a top ten defense, I think, in uh, pass defense. So uh, yeah, I'm avoiding the Rams passing game altogether. Um, and I think, as as you mentioned, I think Henderson and Brown are going to be the way they win this game if they do. Okay, I've I've got a. I, I don't know if it's a bold bust of the week. My bust of the week is DK Metcalf. He's going up against Jalen Ramsey again. He was shut down. He was four targets, two catches, and 28 yards in the last game. It's it's brave. It's really brave. I feel it's brave going up, saying DK is going to do nothing. But, yeah, the last matchup with these, he was shut down. So, Ramsey's a fantastic corner. So, yeah. Um, I'm probably not going to have much DK Metcalf in. Well, I'm not going to have any this week. Just for the just, I'm just a bit worried. I'm a bit worried. Right, guys. So we've just done the stacks, the play of the week, and the bust of the week. Let's get on with our lineup for the week. Um, who won last week? Liam. I, I did. did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely smashed it last week. I had a good week. I, I targeted the Cardinals quite a lot, as I said, and this worked out yeah. for me. Uh, so, yeah, nice. It, it definitely did. It definitely did. Um, same format as per usual. 
um, QBs and running backs, wide receivers, tight and flex and DST. Uh, Rich, as per usual, you can start us off with your quarterback. I wonder who it is. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Shock horror. Uh, Liam, who is yours? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I've gone with Deshaun Watson, 7,600 against the Bengals. Running back one, Rich, who is yours? Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where this is going. We'll see 58? 58 against Falcons. Uh, Liam? Uh, Dave Montgomery. Yeah, I've got Dave Montgomery, 77 against the Jags. Uh, Rich, is uh, you're running back to Darrell Williams of the Chiefs by any chance? <laughs> uh, no, Matthew Brown. 45, is he? Is he 45? 4K, isn't he? 4K, jeez. Yeah. Uh, you're running back to Liam? Uh, Darrell Henderson, 45. My running back two is Miles Sanders at 7,000 going up against the Cowboys. Like it. Your wide receiver one, please. Tyreek <laughs> <I read> Hill. <laughs> uh, 9,500, is it? 9K, 9K. Sorry, I haven't got it in front of me and I haven't got them on my list. So, um, Yours, Liam? Uh, Russell Gage, 5,100. Um, I've gone with Calvin Ridley at 8,500 against the Chiefs. Um, Rich, your wide receiver two. Rashad Perriman. Wow. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for getting it. Um, your wide receiver two, Liam? Uh, T Higgins. Uh, my wide receiver two is Jameson Crowder at 4,500 going up against the Browns. Rich, your wide receiver three. Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> He's really having to skim busily to fit these oh, big players in. Uh, Liam, who's your wide receiver three? Uh, Chad Hansen. My wide receiver three is McCall Hardman, 3,100. Going up against the Falcons. Um, Rich, uh, your tight end is Travis Kelsey for 8,500. <laughs> that is correct. Liam, you, Liam, your tight end is? Travis Kelsey. Oh, My tight end is Jordan Akins at 3,300, going up against the Bengals, stacking him with Sean uh, Watson. Rich, your flex is? Giovanni Bernard. 4,800. Liam? Giovanni Bernard. And I've got Giovanni Bernard as well at 4,800. Okay, bring it, bring it a little bit back against Watson and Aikens. And your defense, Rich, is say the Jets, say the Jets, say the Jets. Is the Jets. Yeah, yeah, two thousand. <laughs> uh, Liam, who's yours? Los uh, Angeles Rams. Yeah, I've got the Rams as well at thirty-one hundred. Um, Rich, can you run us down your whole team, please? Yeah, um, I might say I might actually just pivot to Cowboys because I do have twenty-four hundred. So I'll get the Cowboys now. That might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so my entire team is Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Le'Veon Bell, running back with Malcolm Brown. Uh, wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, Rashad Perriman and Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, high end is Travis Kelsey. Flex is Giovanni Bernard and DST is now the Cowboys. Liam, run us yours. So, yeah, QB is Jalen Hurts. Uh, running backs, David Montgomery and Darrell Henderson. Uh, wide receivers, Russell Gage, T Higgins, Chad Hansen. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Flex is Giovanni Bernard. And the defence is the Los Angeles Rams. 
Uh, mine is Deshaun Watson at quarterback, David Montgomery and Miles Sanders at running back, Calvin Ridley, Nicole Hardman and Jameson Crowder as my wide receivers, Jordan Aikens as my tight end, Gio Bernard as my flex and the Rams DST as my defence. What I'm going to do, boys, is because I think, that especially with Rich, he's kind of been quite one team expensive heavy. I'm going to put a poll up again this week and uh, we'll see what people think who's probably going to win. And I'm guessing it might be Rich's this week. I mean... Oh, I don't know. Them receivers are a bit ropey. They are ropey. I didn't know this was going to be going to a poll. Otherwise, I may not have seen poll. <laughs> oh, no. We're polling this. We are We are going to poll this. Um, but yeah. no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm interested to see how that lineup does, actually. Yeah, definitely. I think there's going to be quite a few people who have different variations of a Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill stack and then just do one lineup, 25 lineups like that, and then basically 25 different lineups with all the cheaper wide receivers and just hope one of yeah. them wins. I mean, I could, I could see a lot of um, Kelsey and Hill and no Mahomes, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's, a lot, that's a lot of people have been doing it recently just to save budget, quite frankly. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because Mahomes is what? 85. 85. So, yeah, you can have Jaden Hurts as you did for 1,500 less or Herbert for 1,100. Uh, well, you, you could potentially bring it back with Matt Ryan and Calvin, um, not Calvin, really, Russell Gage. Yeah, you could do that. Potentially. I, d- I don't know what the, the price wise on that, but maybe you could. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Rich, where can we find you? Uh, you find me Rich King FF or K Fancy underscore sports. And your website? KingFancySports.com. Liam, where can we find you? Uh, Dolphin Abroad on Twitter. And your website? DolphinAbroad.wordpress.com. Lovely, uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Byron KM. Uh, season Long DFS is at Season Long DFS on Twitter. Website is www.seasonlongdfs.com. Um, enjoy this week's game enjoy Christmas what am I talking about enjoy Christmas I don't suspect we're going to be going anywhere are we no. we're all we're all tier fours well I'm tier three but soon to be tier four I think uh, it's always, you know, I'm tier three you're better than us we know oh, I've been tier three for months you know it's, it's about time uh, everyone else got to the tier three standard or tier four standard <laughs> are you tier three or four <laughs> We've been a bit like Bane there, like you know, yeah. You know, I was, I was born in. I'm I'm tier four. Yeah. yeah. Which is um which is great. I I saw a tweet um earlier which I, I fully agree with, which is um I think we should try and sign the New Zealand Prime Minister during the January transfer window. <laughs> Um, I don't know what just, it would just in the Arden, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it would cost, but I feel like it'd be worth it. Cheaper than Brexit. Even if you only wanted to do it on a part-time basis, maybe yeah. from like nine o'clock to ten thirty on a Wednesday, I'd still take that. Yeah. So. Agreed. 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 So yeah, enjoy Christmas. Um, eat lots, drink lots, and spend time with the family that you can actually spend time with in your household. Um, I hope Santa brings you everything you want. Maybe maybe a nice big DFS win at the weekend. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be quite nice. Um, and we've got two more weeks left of the season of DFS competition. It's 
it's getting stacked up now, which is quite interesting. We've got the leader, uh, M. Garvey, who's I think he's eighty points ahead now. So I think he's, I think he's he's, he's in the bag. I, I, because it's similar to last year. Jason had this kind of points lead leading. I think up in the last couple of weeks, and he sauntered home is the word I'll use. He sauntered home. So yeah, it's it's balls to the wall now. Balls yeah, definitely. My, Welcome to Richard's World. <laughs> That's fine. That's all you need to know, mate. Exactly. Liam, you're in... Are you fourth? Uh, fifth after you added your score. Um, yeah, so... I'm not too I'm not too far off the cash prizes. Not too far. I'm, 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 I'm in third by two points. I, wow. I've, I've had six weeks of like 130 or below. It's been fucking brutally horrible. Yeah, it's so annoying. If I'd, if I'd added my like cardinals lineup to this, I would be in second, I think. So it's just annoying, but it is what it is, unfortunately. I did five lineups last week and it was like 190, 180, and 160, and I think another 180. And then I did the one for season on DFS and it gave me 113 points. Cheers for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, shit happens. We'll, uh, we'll go again next week. Um, thanks for joining me, lads. Uh, have a good Christmas again. Enjoy the, the American football this weekend. And I'll catch you next week. See you then. Peace out. <laughs>